Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. I look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dead. Blind squirrel finds a every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Herbert. Players, coaches, Staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> oh, hi there. I didn't hear you come in. Welcome <laughs> back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldogs, and with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. I got the blues. The bye week blues. <laughs> them, Don't know them what to do on this bye week blues. Beep, yeah, hi guys. What's up? Yeah, Kyle, <laughs> the coach Duggan. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> another it's another episode here at the Charger Chat, and uh, as uh, Hug and Duggan mentioned, it is those bye week blues, folks. Yeah. We just got to sit on our thumbs. And Get wait, <laughs> wait for the next. Blue. Yes, wait for that next game. Um, but as you're waiting for that next game, folks, don't forget we have another giveaway. Another yeah. giveaway. Two giveaways within what seven weeks? What? Yeah, that's a first what? here at the Charger Chat. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> that's right, folks. Uh, I am going to the Patriot game this Halloween. And as it stands right it's now, I'm going by spooky. myself. Yeah. I don't want to go alone, folks. I need somebody to hold my hand. It's too scary in there. It's too spooky. Um, we are giving away two tickets and a parking pass. Uh, we want somebody to come and join me at this game. Who's it going to be? Well, the only way we're going to find out is if you can go to this game. Again, we're just providing tickets and a parking pass. We're not flying you in. We're not putting you up in a hotel. You got to be able to we'd come like to, to this game. Yeah, we'd, we'd like, like to. to. Just but not hey, happening. Sure. Right. As it stands right now, we've just got tickets. I know. We're cheap asses like that. Um, <laughs> but if you can come to the game, if you are vaccinated, or if you can uh, provide a negative COVID test 72 hours prior to the game, we want you to come to this game. So 
comment on our show post. Uh, the should we say the Tuesday one or should any either show one. post? Okay, yeah, any, either one. Any, any show any sh- post, folks. Yeah. Uh, if you can reply to it, either on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, um, re- reply to any of those posts and just let us know why you should come to the game with yours truly. Okay. Um, my boys will make decisions as far as who they think is worthy of going to a game with me. It doesn't take much, but, uh, <laughs> and I'm the only, I'm just looking for like how good of a time you're going to give Will Dog. I'll, I'll get, yeah. How, how much fun what have you can done you for be at the game? Right? <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, folks. I couldn't, I, I'm actually like shocked that I'm going to be going to, I've got, I will have gone to three games this season when prior, I think I've only been to one charger game. So like, this <laughs> yeah. is, you're coming out of the gates. It's sensory overload. I can't, I really, I'm shocked that I can't go to these games. It really is amazing. So I want, uh, I want some fun people to come with me to this game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and looking back now, since we don't really have a game to look forward to this week, we can kind of look back at uh, our first six games of this season and what some of our favorite moments were uh, so far this season. So let's take a look back. We've got six games to look at. Favorite moments, go. Who gets to go first? <laughs> Who goes first? Ooh. You pick. You pick, Willie. Who do you want to go first? Let's start with Kyle. Start, yeah. let's, right. let's do it like a book. Top to bottom, well, left to right. Yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, so I think... Um, I don't know. For me, I have two that stick out. Obviously, the two games that I went to were awesome. Being able right. to go with you guys and seeing Thunder Alley for the first time was pretty incredible. That was amazing, yeah. Uh, it was really, really fun. Uh, but we took an L, so <laughs> it was kind of damper. It was bittersweet. Yeah. Um, so I think my favorite moment was going to the game with my dad and, uh, my son, um, and just absolutely beating the dog shit out of the Raiders for the whole first <laughs> half. Just like, see, just, just being in that environment where they just had nothing, right? you know, like they had nothing to hold on to. They were, I was, I was walking around the stadium at halftime. They were all just no smoking allowed. Didn't matter. They all had a cig in their mouth, just so stressed out. They needed to smoke something. So it was, it was pretty great. It was pretty wonderful. Right. Yeah. I think that was my favorite moment was beating the crap out of the Raiders. That first half was the most dominant football I think I've ever seen. That was a dominant first half. That was a crazy first half. Yeah. All right, Kevin, what do you got? Likewise on meeting everyone in Thunder Alley. That that was a highlight, but the loss kind of sucked. I would say it, you know, similar to Kyle's going to Kansas City and right. that fourth and nine and getting it and hearing the loudest stadium that you can probably go to become the quietest stadium that <laughs> I've ever been at. I love um, it. That was next level. And just seeing my son like freaking out, running around and just <laughs> being sad when he had to leave because he enjoyed himself so oh, much. Cool. Yeah. Um, that was that was like prime dad moment for me and was really really awesome and then just interacting with everybody on twitter and everybody that you know says yeah i don't know all everything about these first six games have been fun except for the last one yeah i and you know being being able to go to the game number one is huge like just in general like you know forget everybody else just the fact that we get to go to these games when like we were planning for that last year yeah and it was just, just totally just plucked from our hands so being able to go to these games is already a highlight in and of itself. Yeah. Let alone everybody that we interact with, like, you know, Thunder Alley in the stadium, everybody that comes and goes, Hey, you know, can't love you. Bye. Or something like that. Like that. Those are memories that I will never forget. Like those are so freaking sweet. And 
being able to not just go to a game, but to be able to go to a game with you guys and sit with you guys. Like, I mean, all I'm used to is being on a couch somewhere yeah, or right. in a bar and like now being able to be in the stadium and really to feel that energy is just, it's incomparable for those that haven't had a chance to go yet. I highly recommend it now that I'm going into three. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as far as like highlights of games and everything like that, like, I, I mean, for me, it was the Cleveland Brown game. Like, <laughs> we yeah. All, yeah. That, the victor, all the games we went to we, that were wins. We've all been to great games. Yeah. We've all Just been to not really the one good that we games. went together. Yeah. yeah. It's that one was pretty fantastic. Like, I yeah. could have got, I could have tipped that way. Even though I didn't go to that game, I <laughs> yeah, feel you on that good. Browns yeah. game. That was, but that was just one of those games that was just like, it will, it, I'll never forget that game because that yeah. was so high energy. That was that shootout game of almost getting 100 points, like in yeah. that game alone, like 26 points in the fourth quarter. Like it, it was, it was the most footballist thing that I have ever <laughs> seen. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a low scoring game. It was just, High scoring, just touchdown after touchdown on both sides. That was just like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh. and it's just that was an energy that I have yet to feel anywhere else. And especially being in a stadium full of Charger fans screaming, it was just, it was amazing. So, yeah, so like, good. there's no particular play. I mean, obviously, you know, looking at like Mike Williams playing out of his mind this season, um, Herbert showing everybody that there is no such thing as a sophomore slump. Yeah. Um, Eckler rocking in the end zone, you know, just being that, that strongest guy on the field and just killing it. And Derwin James flying around everywhere on the defensive side of the ball. Like there's, it's hard to pick just one particular play that we can hang our hat on. Like these guys have just been playing and Staley, come on. Staley has just been like really just this beacon of hope. Sure. Like, you know, we had Herbert who was great with Lynn, but now you give it to a competent coach like Brandon Staley, who is just incredibly well-spoken, has never said a bad thing ever. Like, has never made you question, why did we hire this guy? You know, every time he says anything, like, even if it was like, because even, the, I think one of the best things that came from one of his recent pressers was talking about the taunting rule and right. his response to it, because it is that one thing that you're like, a lot of fans are hating the taunting penalties right now. Like they're just, they're almost out of control. And even his response to that was great where he was basically saying like, you know, I understand why, why it's a penalty, but this is a game of emotion. And, you know, to ask a player to stifle that emotion at a highlight of that game, you know, I'm, I'm, he's like, and he said like, I'm going to side with the players on this, but I understand why it's a penalty, but you know, it, it's hard to basically it's tell emotional players to game. not be emotional at right. those yeah. moments. So um, it, he's just, he says so, uh, great things. So I, I think the future of this team is incredibly bright. Um, and hopefully we can continue to ride this season because again, like this, the remaining schedule, folks, it's doable. It's really yeah. doable. <laughs> do you want, do you want to know something that also give, gave me like the goosebumps, like the, the yeah, yes, stuff? I want, I want goosebump stories. It's every other Friday we get an all in and oh, those are right. so fun. And there's one coming out today. So oh, that's right. Get your fucking all in hat, pants and jacket on, get ready. Cause we're going all in. And Can't I wait. think I need, I'm, I'm excited that, that this lined up this way. Cause I need something charger 
that right, will get me excited. That's true. And yeah. we get yeah. to see the Cleveland Browns game from a different perspective. And hopefully they just say, we went to Baltimore, we came home. And that's how, that's the how it ends. Like, that's, we went there, came back, bye week, probably bye. Won't, yeah, they probably won't even mention it. They'll do the, the men in black thing and hold the little <laughs> neuralizer up and yeah. make us all forget. Obliviate. Um, yes. So that would, that yeah, all in folks coming out today. Be sure to check it out. Um, and then looking, you know, it, we've got this bye week, but I mean, just something that we can all remind ourselves as far as who we're going to be getting back. Um, Drew Tranquil. God, I hope he's doing better by now. <laughs> I hope he's doing what any kind of rehab that he needs to do to get better. I mean, we still don't really know the extent of that injury. It was just it was a pectoral injury. injury. Yeah. Um, but all these guys, all, there's like four guys that are expected to be back against right, the right. Patriots. There's right. like, they're, they're, they're not great right now, but they're, they're on, you know, either IR and that's when they're due to come off or right. they're just taking a breather. So, you know, it's Drew Tranquil, right. Nas Adderley, yep. Justin Jones and Kenneth Murray. Like those are, those are big names, dude. Those are high draft Huge. picks. Those are, those are guys that we need to make this defense better. So right. it, it's hopefully we can get them all back and they're all going to be, you know, like Kyle always says, like not just making it to the games, but is thriving in practice and going to be a full hundred percent closer right. to a hundred percent than 70 or 80 we still haven't or something even, like we that. We haven't even seen Justin Jones yet this year. That's we got, we got him, we got him week one. I think we, we got, got like a couple one, tackles, but, but that yeah. was, it was, it was not very the Justin Jones we were expecting. It, it exactly. was that short lived. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what else is coming back folks? Winter can't avoid it. It's happening. It's coming. It's going to hit you right in the face. So if you go to chargechat.com, check out some of the sweet merch. Kev's got Kev's got a pretty sweet shirt. That's what I wear in the winter because I've oh, got yeah. all this insulation. Yeah, in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, in Idaho. You're the one that's going to get hit in the face with winter. <laughs> I am, but look, I'm 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 biologically insulated, man. I've got en- enough <laughs> fat here to last me all winter. You're, so you're I would built probably for success. I'm built for success. So I'll probably get a t-shirt. But for those of you that aren't. <laughs> That are, you know, able-bodied people, uh, you can go to chargechat.com, get yourself a hoodie, get yourself a sweatshirt, uh, get yourself a sticker if you think that'll keep you warm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but go to chargechat.com. Like yeah, just one on each side. And yeah. that way, you know, you keep yourself decent in public. That's you all don't want asking. everyone to know the turkey's done, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> man. man. I love that. All right. Yeah, go to chargechat.com, check out the merch, and also check out the members section on our page. Uh, if you've already joined, head on over there. We've got some chit-chatty people over there chit-chatting it up. So come on over to Charge a Chat. Chitty-chitty-chat-chat. Chit-chit-chat. All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to our next segment. It's Bolt Insight. And uh, I'm looking at the name here. This is a a pretty big deal. Let's go check out what's going on over at Bolt Insight. Powder Blue Drip. As soon as the clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. The goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back here with another Bolt Insight, and we are super pumped to have Drew from Die Hard Bolt Club, Oregon. What is going on, Drew? How's it going, Kevin? Just uh, hanging out and here to talk some Charger football, baby. I love it, man. Bye week blues. Let's get into it. I'm excited to learn more about you because you have, you're from a place that has somebody very special to all of us. So we'll, we'll get into that in a hot minute. But before we do, let's find out, man, how did you become a Charger fan? Uh, it's just one of those things where you, your dad's a Charger fan and, you know, you kind of glue to that with dad and it becomes part of your fandom and part of your heart. And now we're just bolted down for the rest of our lives. So I love it. I love it. And yeah. how lucky are you? Because <laughs> you're up in Oregon. So are you are, you must be an Oregon Ducks fan. Oh, yeah. Super, super big Ducks fan. Uh, too bad we couldn't stay number three this year, but 
uh, I've been a Ducks fan for a while now and got to see Herbert coming through and all this is just a little bit of a dream come true for me. So, yeah, let's talk about that. So like, you know, your impression, cause all of our impression, you know, as avid kind of, you know, college football watchers is what everyone was telling us coming out of that se- his senior year. Um, he yeah. obviously did incredibly well at the end. They won those at the Rose bowl. Um, yeah. but it like, we didn't really have a feel like what you were with him for four years. Like what was, yeah. what's your perspective? What was your insight on him from freshman to coming back to a senior yeah. year? Coming into his freshman year, you know, you heard about him uh, being this kid with his huge arm. And uh, he didn't get to start until week five, I think, freshman year. And uh, from there, it was just pretty much guns blazing. Um, he had a really good game against Utah. I think number 11, Utah, he upset him in freshman year. He threw three touchdowns in the last 15 minutes of the game. Wow. Um, he, you could just see something special was forming with him, even as a freshman. And uh, he's just a special kid, man. Yeah, that's crazy. So, like, what, like, everyone is comparing kind of him coming into this new offense. Him, people are saying his, you know, the the offense he ran at Oregon was didn't quite show all of his talents. Like, what yeah. do you think is different between what he ran at Oregon and what's happening for him now in the NFL? Uh, it's just spread based, and I think the NFL has a an, uh, a tendency to find what you're good at and focus on it to where college football is kind of more gimmicky schemey sure. and uh, just the, the spread based offense in Oregon, he would, he would flash his arm every once in a while, but it was always a quick, quick hitter screens. He never really got to see his decision-making and, and just how smart he is. Uh, he's, he's a super smart kid. And uh, you could just see that in there. You know, you watching the games, you would see him hit an unbelievable throw and you're like, let push the ball down the field. A little <laughs> yeah, bit let's more get more of this. Like, you can see that he's, he, he has the potential to do that and get him in a rhythm. Um, but I mean, just in college, you could just tell the, the college games a little bit more gimmicky. There's a little bit more gimmick to the offense, especially coming out of the Chip Kelly and sure. uh, systems where it transferred over to Helfrich and it was kind of that blur ball. And then, uh, then you got into Taggart, which more of that, like what Florida coast offense, mm-hmm. um, even though he still shined in that, um, it's just, just a different thing. And NFL coaches just seem to find, you know, what you're good at. And then they just run with it to where college, I just, you just don't see that as much. Yeah, totally. And what yeah. was it like that, you know, the crazy year where we couldn't, you know, the draft was all done remotely and all that stuff. Yeah. But our first round pick, we land Justin Herbert. Well, I'm sure you were like out of control. Uh, I, well, I, if you look at my Twitter, there's a pinned tweet and everybody was talking about Tua and there's a, I, I pinned it today, actually. But there's a pin tweet of me, you know, months before the draft. I there was far before that, but a month before the draft, I'm saying people are sleeping on Herbert. Mark my words. Yeah. Mark my words. This kid's going to be special. And I kept telling all, you know, all the DHBC members and everybody I can get, get my hands on. I was telling them, I'm like, Herbert's a pick at six. He has to be. And I, I hope we pick. I hope that he lasts past the Dolphins. And he did. And when he did, I was yelling and screaming and probably a few few bad words came out, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, I was so pumped, man. It was dream come true for me as a duck fan and a charger fan. It was like, you know, the head, the, the head MF are in charge all over again, 2.0. <laughs> I love it. And it's so oh. crazy. Cause that pick where he went, like he's kind of a GM killer, like the guys mm-hmm. that pick people ahead of him that now in hindsight, like what, what were you looking at? What was going on? So like, yeah. and I'm an idiot. I was, I was like, I need, we need to, uh, I'm so yeah. glad I was wrong. I am so yeah. glad you were right. 
I just want, and I kind of lean towards more towards that big NFL type frame body quarterback and the big arm. And I just, and plus just watched him for four years. Totally. Uh, you, you see him for four years and it's just, for me, it was no brainer. I was like, he's athletic. He can run. You saw him in the Rose bowl. I mean, he did for six, six, the guy moves like he's, I don't even know, four eleven. Yeah. He's so fast for his size and so athletic for his size. I just you just knew it. And not only that, he's so calm. He's calm in the pocket. He's he's the one of the biggest things I noticed at Oregon too is he never was too high and he never was too low. Even if he when he made a mistake, he would just get right back into the game and he would wouldn't have let it affect him. And you could just see he was ready for the next stage. Yeah. And uh so I was just Super pumped, man. And like you said, it's a GM killer. So, I mean, I heard a little whisper today that they're already trying to get rid of Tua and that's, down there. That's what I'm seeing. There's, there's <laughs> trouble brewing down south, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't think we're going to have that problem anytime soon over here in the LA Charger land. I know. We're, we're so lucky and so pumped. So, let's talk a little bit about your charter. You die Bowl Club charter up in Oregon. So, like, wh- wh- yeah. you know, what is what is the your charter like and what's been like this last two years been like for for you guys up there? Yeah, well, we we really just got started. It was kind of a weird startup when we did, but we got started up right when COVID pretty much came into fruition. Um, we were starting up and trying to get set up. We're so we're still kind of in that setup mode because this is our first real season back where we could get together and actually go do stuff, which we're still trying to do, even though we're a little spread out. I know uh, I got Sean uh, Sean Parmenter. He's he's a co lead with me. He's a good guy. And so is yeah, and so is Jessica Anderson. She's a really cool chick. Awesome. And uh, so we've been trying to uh, just kind of build the group. We we have a we have a couple members that we've added. Um, but we want to get it bigger. I know you see some of the bigger groups, like the IE groups really big with Rike. Sure. And, uh, you know, we got so many groups that are just really pumped up and doing well. Um, so we're, tr- we're going to try to get to that level. It might be a little harder up here in the Northwest, but uh, we're going to be, we're going to try. No, it's awesome. Well, dude, I'm hearing like all the time on Twitter, like Oregon Ducks fans are like messaging us like, Hey, we, we love, we're Charger fans now. Like you got our boy, yeah. he's killing oh, it. You, like, all right, you fine, you I'm, I'm a Duck fan yeah. now. Sign me up. Let's go. Yeah. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't believe how many Charger bolts I've seen on cars now. I love it. Now that uh, now just driving around Oregon, you know, all of a sudden you're like, there's one, and there's another one. So it's pretty cool. And I'll, I usually I'll pull, I'll have a hat on or something on. Even at work, I was driving the other day at work and there was a, a city worker in here in Bend. And uh, I saw he had a bolt hat on and I pulled up next to him. I'm like, go Chargers, baby. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was pretty cool. So I love pretty it. cool to see. So I think some of that, some of that's changing up here. And we're, we're getting some fans because of Herbert too. I love it. No, it's, it's amazing. You know, we talked to a lot of people and, you know, they say they came in with LT, they came in with these certain guys. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people coming in with, with Herbert now. So it's kind of cool to see you guys thriving up there and getting going. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't, it's awesome. I don't know about your guys' uh, Twitter. I know we're, we're a lot, of, we're pretty big on Twitter, but my Twitter has been blowing up the, this year, especially it's just been going crazy just with so many new charter fans and follows and people want, want to, want to get a, uh, you know, part of the group and part of the conversation. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, for sure. And if anybody here is up in Oregon and wants to get in on that diehard bolt club goodness, yeah, you reach out to powder blue drew yeah, on Twitter yeah, yeah. at powder blue drew, uh, at SMPZ is for Sean. And I believe Jess is at Jess 1901. I believe it is awesome. Well, go do it. If you're up in that area, go, go sign up, um, with those guys. Yeah. So, um, well, let's, we'll kind of wrap it up on this, you know, rough, rough game going into the bye week nothing went our way. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. just kind of your general thoughts on kind of what a game like that means to you as a fan. Like, what do you do with that? Yeah. 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 I, I kind of recycle those a little bit, but at the same time, 
I was, we were probably about a quarter in on Sunday and I was like, you know, I kind of felt this one a little bit. I was like, yeah, I feel like this could get a little ugly. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it did. Um, but I I think you grow more from, from experiences like this as a team, especially when you, when you experience this kind of loss and, you know, you can go back and sharpen your tools and say, Hey, this is what we did. And this is where we need to get better. So I'm looking at it positive as much as best as I can. Um, and I think the guys will, will, will definitely take it as a positive thing too. Um, and it's going to hurt at first, but I'm sure that plane ride home sucked. Oh, sure. <laughs> Especially from the East coast. But, uh, I, I think they're going to come back better for it. And I think Staley is going to get these guys' minds right. Absolutely. It could be definitely be a galvanizing thing to bring them together even more. 100%. And you it, almost, you almost need a loss like that in a season. I think. Well, I saw some weird stat, like most Super Bowl teams that win have some blowout loss. That's just like, they have to course correct and come up with some new stuff. So, you know, we yep. just picked up a new uh, um, kick returner specialist. So, yeah, yeah, who yep. knows? Maybe that doesn't happen if we come out of that with a win. So, I still say they're going to trade for somebody. I know we got a little thing on the line here. So, let's do it. I know. I'm, there's a couple <laughs> yeah. kickers out there. There's some defensive linemen talks. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. A little, actually, something exciting to look forward to in the bye week here, while we're trying to get that nasty taste out of our mouth. Absolutely. So, yeah. So um, next week, we're you know we're going redemption game. We're playing the team that smoked us last year, the the New England yeah. Patriots. Like, what are your thoughts on that game, and what do you want to see out of the out of our team? Well, what a game to come back on after getting smoked to go play the team that smoked you last year, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I think that's going to be a little bit of a motivating factor too, as you're, you're kind of coming off that mad and you're going into it mad. Um, so, you know, it's Bill Belichick. You can never under- underestimate that team. That team is always stout. They always have a really good plan for the quarterback. Um, but we got coach Staley and we got Justin Herbert and we got, we got some, we got some dudes on this team. We got, you know, we'll see what they do, but I'm, I'm going to be rooting my, my butt off and, you know, we're all be all be in the bolt cave, and I'm sure you'll be in your bolt cave, and we'll be yeah. having a good time. <laughs> you know, and I'm excited to see what this is. Staley's like he's had big, you know, challenges, but like we always get in some way, shape, or form owned by uh, the Belichick teams. We just we do. Yes. So, and it's yeah. usually we're getting out coached. So, I, I, yeah. I, everything that we're feeling about Staley. I just, this is a big game. Like, it's, I think so too. Redeem us. <laughs> Help us. Yeah. Redeem us. Redeem us. Exactly. I mean, how many times have we been, have we played the Patriots and been up on them and, you know, lost after halftime? Uh, it's been a, a couple times at least. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what a what no better win would be than this weekend after that last loss i think absolutely come out strong yeah. so all right man yeah. well uh thank you so much for coming on why don't you throw out your uh, your twitter handle one more time so people can give you a yeah, follow again, it's just at powder it's at powder blue drew um we just like to talk chargers football and uh you know i kind of put a little bit of funny content out there as much as i can um but just all about the chargers and uh yeah you guys make sure to check out you know your podcast and thanks for having me on i'm so i'm so excited no, we appreciate it, man. We really appreciate your time. And uh, let's let's keep rolling on Twitter. And maybe we'll hop in another one of those like Zoom hangouts. Who knows? Oh, yeah. yeah we do Zoom hangouts every once in a while. So keep a lookout for that. Um, I know you guys will probably retweet it out. And yeah. we, we usually pop them up there. Usually the Friday before a game will go on and have a couple of drinks, talk was, some Charger football. It was fun. I was going to hop in for, for like 10 minutes. I was in there for two and a half hours. So it was like <laughs> yeah, a good a, time. We, we had a good time. That was great, man. So thank you again, Drew. We appreciate your time, brother. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for the powder blue drew. Yeah, dude. Buddy. Dude, That's thanks awesome. for coming on.
<laughs> yeah, really appreciate it, man. That's uh from the land of our quarterback, the Oregon. That's right. Yes, <laughs> over in Oregon, <laughs> where it's probably not as cold as it is in Idaho. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the the diehard Bolt Club is everywhere, and yeah. like, and I love some, that. I kind of became like an Oregon football fan because of right? Herbert. Like, there's a I'm lot of like keeping an eye, keep on, an eye on him. I'm yeah. keeping it. I'm ch- I'm more invested. Like, if I see that right. pop up, I'm more prone to go to that than any of the other ones. And I right. think that you know some of like the college, you know, f- you know, Oregon fans are Charger fans now because keeping of an eye on the Chargers. Yeah. yeah, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. I'm you know right. go Ducks. We'll keep an eye out for you. You keep an eye out for us. <laughs> you know, uh, go, yeah. ducks. go Ducks. Quack, you know? Quack. Go Ducks. Yeah. Quack, quack. <laughs> now, the, the Oregon team is no slouch, so yeah. probably good for us to keep an eye Not on. Not a bad we team might, to root for. No. Yeah. Those jerseys, might, those helmets are sick. Like, so, like the one that's oh, yeah. like mirrored, that if is like something the that we have it, If there's something that the, the Chargers chrome. and the Oregon Ducks have in common, dope sick jerseys. jerseys. Sick yeah. jerseys yeah. and sick quarterbacks, am I right? Yeah. Dope quarterbacks. <laughs> Same guy. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Powder Blue Drew, for uh, Thanks, coming brother. on and talking with Kev. We really appreciate it. And uh, now it's time to go on to our bi-weekly segment. It's Bolt History, and I'm seeing what he's talking about, and I am really excited to see this. Let's see what he's got. Mike Modlin, Bolt History, bring it to me. Let's go. <laughs> Right in my face. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Bolt Gang? Your boy, Mike Maudlin, a.k.a. Supercharger, back with another Bolt History installment for Charger Chat Pod. And this one's a very special Bolt History this week um, because it is by special request of Wooldog, Coach, and Huggin. Based on that awesome piece of memorabilia that was brought up during the Fan Focus segment with Michael Perez. What a cool piece of memorabilia, the Bolt, the old Bolt, I should say, from the Chargers Cannon. So this episode of Bolt History, we are going to be talking about the Chargers Canon um, specifically, and it's going to be more like a list of fun facts than really like a Bolt History segment like it normally is. So with that, let's get going. So I learned quite a bit about this canon from doing research for this installment. Through all the changes that the Chargers have had in their history, whether it was ownership changes, uniform changes, player changes, all that stuff, there's been one constant in the Chargers history, and that is the canon. Now, you might find this hard to believe, but our cannon is actually a World War I Navy line cannon, uh, and it had been actually attached to a building. Um, it was displayed at a restaurant called Spanger's Fresh Fish Grotto. Now, I couldn't find any information on why the cannon was displayed at this restaurant, but it had been the oldest restaurant in Berkeley, California for a long time. Uh, it closed, I think, in 2018. But back in 1956... Some fraternity pledges from the University of San Jose State went to the restaurant and unbolted the cannon and took it to the the university with them. They drove it back to the university. Uh, I was not able to find out if they did that legally or if they got permission from the owners of the Fish Grotto or what the deal was with that. But it got taken to San Jose State and was used at their football games, much like it's used at the Charger games now. So they had used it at San Jose State. And one of the frat members from this fraternity, Alpha Tau Omega... Uh, It was a guy named Fred Sochi, and he actually uh, took the cannon from San Jose State, and he was also a very popular piano player, very, very talented piano player. He had a stage name, Mickey Finn, and Mickey Finn, when he went down on vacation to San Diego, took the cannon with him and kind of housed it at the uh, nightclub that he had down there in San Diego. He had taken the cannon down there and at one point approached the Chargers 
um, seeing if they'd like to utilize it like San Jose State had been utilizing it, firing it off after touchdowns. Uh, the Chargers obviously accepted his offer, and a tradition was born. Mickey ended up moving to Las Vegas in 1977, and he ended up selling the cannon to a guy named Jim Magot, who had owned a restaurant in uh, University Town Center, if you guys remember that mall in San Diego. And he ended up hiring a pyrotechnics expert to help him operate the cannon safely because he wasn't a pyrotechnics person himself. And you would not believe the stuff I found out about how these guys had to go about getting their pyrotechnics license. Um, there is a whole gamut of things, just crazy things you wouldn't even believe that they had to go through to get a pyrotechnics pyrotechnics license. So Jim Mago ends up hiring a pyrotechnics expert to help him operate the cannon safely. This pyrotechnics expert's name is Jim Peluso. Uh, and unfortunately, Jim um, passed away. Jim passed away in a car accident in 1980, which led Jim Mago to end up selling the cannon to another pyrotechnics expert named Ron Dixon, who owned and operated the cannon for 37 years after that until the team ended up moving to Los Angeles. In that time, in the 37 years that Ron operated the cannon, he only missed three games in that entire 37 years due to illness, which is astounding. He only missed three games. He ended up driving the cannon seven miles on surface roads because he had it mounted or basically being towed by a Suzuki buggy, which wasn't freeway legal. So Jim drove from Tierra Santa to the stadium every home game, uh, seven miles in that Suzuki buggy using surface roads. And he did that for 37 years. Um, it's not clear uh, if Jim, uh, sorry, if Ron ended up selling the cannon to the Chargers, um, but I'm assuming that that's probably what happened because after the Chargers moved to Los Angeles, Ron was 70 years old when that happened, and he didn't want to make the trip up to Los Angeles for all the home games. He felt he was too old to be doing that every every uh, home game. So it's not quite clear if he sold the cannon to the Chargers organization, but I'm assuming that's the case because uh, at the very next time the cannon was utilized at StubHub Center, the uh, the stadium crew was operating it because obviously Ron wasn't there making the trip to StubHub, and they ended up blowing it. They fired the cannon after uh, Youngway Koo missed a game-winning field goal, and we ended up losing the game, and the team ended up firing the cannon after he missed the field goal, which was a huge boner, and that was the first time that Ron had not been operating the cannon. Somebody messed up. One of the crazy facts about the cannon is it takes three to four minutes to safely reload the cannon. They actually have to make sure that all the fire inside the barrels put out. Um, so not only do they clean it, but they stick a wet rag down it basically for a couple of minutes to make sure all the embers are put out before they can reload it. And because of the reloading time, that's why they don't fire it after extra points and only on field goals or touchdowns. The operators typically take 18 charges to each game, and those charges use sporting grade black powder. Um, and it's lit by an electric match. Since 1961, the cannon's been fired around 500 times using 100 pounds of that black powder. The cannon even made the trip to Super Bowl 29 in Miami. They actually disassembled the cannon, shipped it there to Miami, repainted it, and then reassembled it in Miami. And then it took, it took part of several different parades and uh, events there at the Super Bowl. And it was kind of a darling for the media there. Um, and it was uh, in parades, celebrations all throughout the week. And that is the history behind your Chargers cannon. Uh, it is the same cannon in SoFi Stadium now that was at Qualcomm and uh, Jack Murphy prior to that. But it's not clear who actually owns it. I'm assuming the Chargers organization owns it. Um, but again, I was not able to find that in my research. But I hope you enjoyed all these fun facts about the Chargers cannon. And that one was especially for you guys at the Charger Chat Pod. Thank you for all that you do. For all of us Charger fans, stay bolted, 
Okay, love you. Bye. Mike Maudlin, we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for coming Dude, on, man. That's crazy. That I is love so that. cool. I, I love that segment because I'm just learning things that like I had no idea. I, I didn't even right. know I wanted to know. You know, like I know, like the camera. Yeah. It, it just it makes us possibly shit our pants, but now we know the origins of why now we, we know might shit where our it pants. came from, right? And like, exactly. man, those guys in, in World War were probably shitting their pants too. With that thing getting fired <laughs> this out. This thing has been traveling around the world making people shit their pants. Yeah, worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> shitting pants worldwide. So, yeah, it's just a fascinating story. And we, you know, keep them coming, Mike, because yeah, I, I love Mike. finding out more like the weird little intricacies. The of... more obscure, the better, to be honest. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the deeper the nugget, the more we yeah. can appreciate because it's just yeah. one of those things. Like, yeah. who would have thought that there would be really any history behind right. a cannon? Like, <laughs> it, one that, you know, was decked out with all the bolts and everything like that. Like, who, who yeah, would be yeah. going like, where did that cannon come from? I yeah. want to know. Like, Mike Modlin did Mike it. Now Modlin, we're Mike all better yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we are the better for it. So, Mike, thank you for digging down, getting that Thanks, nut, that tasty little nugget, that tasty little morsel, and giving it to us over here at Charger Chat. We really do appreciate it. Um, all right, folks. Well, hey, it's a, it's a short episode this week because, hey, it's that bi-week blues. We all talked about it, all right? I got the blues. You got the bi-week blues. Yeah. <laughs> all right folks enough uh enough of silliness we appreciate you guys checking in with us this friday episode again don't forget to uh enter into that uh that that, that little giveaway you know we're gonna we'll make See, our announcement on the next episode on tuesday we got a couple days get we got a couple on. more days folks if you want to if you want to sit with me like this. <laughs> I don't know. Like you want to sit with me? Let us know why you should come to this game, and uh, and if you want to throw in some Halloweeny business in there, you know, where you might uh, might put you up a little bit on the list. You never know. You never know. We got uh, we got a point scale over here at Charger Chat. So um, enter if you can. We'd love to have you, and uh, that will do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Who knows what secrets lurks in the hearts of fans? <laughs> the Supercharger knows. Charger Chat Podcast presents... The Supercharger, a man of mystery who knows no bounds when it comes to the history of his beloved Chargers, facts, secrets, and the occasional mystery. Oh, you don't see that every day. Tune in every other week for The Supercharger. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.